from the Heritage Foundation. I'm Tim Desher, and this is Heritage Explains. It's the single biggest accomplishment of Donald Trump's presidency. We broke every record. It's the largest, I always say the most massive, but it's the largest tax cut in the history of our country and reform, but tax cut. Really something special. Like clockwork, almost immediately after the tax cuts were passed, the left began to shape the narrative. Now we know they're popping champagne down Pennsylvania Avenue. There are only two places where America is popping champagne. The White House and the corporate boardrooms. We have a simple message for our Republican friends. Republicans will rue the day they pass this bill. And you can bet Democrats will make sure of that. It's heavily pushing in the direction of the same income inequality we've had. So this is a massive tax cut for high-income people and big corporations. And it was sold as this is going to increase the wages of ordinary people in America. And it hasn't done that. In terms of the bonus that corporate America received versus the crumbs that they are giving to workers to kind of put the schmooze on is so pathetic. But here's something the left isn't telling you. Did you know that over 90% of workers have higher take-home pay because of the tax cut? In addition, hundreds of companies, both large and small around the country, are giving bonuses, pay raises, and increasing benefits because of tax reform. This is a big deal. So this was a moment of unity for the Republican Party as they really looked to this piece of legislation, both doing uh, tax reform, uh, the individual mandate, repealing that, opening up the ANWR for drilling, sort of the trifecta of Republican agenda items here as they look forward to 2018. Another company delivering the goods to its workers, shipping giant FedEx, heading out bonuses and raises because of the new tax cuts. The company also increasing its pension fund and investing $1.5 billion to expand its Indianapolis Express Hub. Yes, Hostess, which makes all those wonderful products, is giving workers one-time payments of $1,250, but it's also offering a year's worth of free food. And like clockwork, Hostess cited Trump's slashing of the U.S. corporate tax rate. And remember, this is Hostess, who filed for bankruptcy under President Obama and even shut down under that president. But now the tax change gives the company the chance to increase compensation, sharing the company's success with its workers. That's good news, even if it makes you fat. (laughs) AT&T has just announced that they are going to at least spend on capital spending projects a billion dollars and also provide a $1,000 bonus to around 200,000 of its employees. And the reason why they say is because Congress approved legislation for the first comprehensive tax reform in a generation. With all the good happening, you would think there'd be resounding support for the tax cuts. Not the case. According to a recent Fox News poll, more Americans favor Obamacare than the tax cuts. Just think about that for a second. More people prefer a law that decreases options, lowers quality, and costs more over a law that is literally putting more money 
into their paychecks. How can this be? Jordan Hess is the director of coalition relations at the Heritage Foundation. Over the last few months, his team has been traveling around the country educating various groups and individuals about the benefits of the tax cuts. But what started out as optimism quickly turned into a stark realization that people have no idea just how much additional money they have in their paychecks. Your team, Jordan, has been traveling a bit lately. A lot, actually. Tell us about that. Why? Well, we wanted to spread the good news of tax reform, and we decided to target uh, middle America. So we found rural counties across the Rust Belt states who voted for President Trump. We wanted to remind them why they voted for President Trump, and one of his greatest accomplishments is tax reform. So we wanted to explain to these people why tax reform was a good thing, how it's benefiting their communities and their families, and we decided to take it to the people at county fairs around the country. Before you started, what did you think that you would find? Um, actually, I didn't know what I would find because we live here in this little bubble that is Washington, D.C., so we don't really know what the average American is, is thinking or hearing. Um, only, you know, we, we just base what we see uh, on the media and what we see on the news so we wanted to get out and talk to real people in real communities. So we really didn't know what to expect. And since you have been on the road, traveling to all these different counties and different states, what are some common themes that you've picked up since? Well, a common phrase that we heard everywhere is, not me. You know, we would try and explain that tax reform is good. You're going to get this much more in your paycheck this year. These many companies are giving raises and bonuses. But the number one response we got is, not me. This doesn't apply to me. I'm not getting a tax cut. It seems like this is such a personal issue. Uh, People's paychecks is is probably the most personal thing that uh, affects them at a policy level. So what was your response when someone would tell you, not me? Well, we had the research and the data to back it up to show that a family in this congressional district is going to save $1,326 in 2018 and $24,000 over the next 10 years. So luckily we had the data to show, no, right here in your community, the average family of four will see this much increased take-home pay. So why do you think these misconceptions exist? The media. I mean, the left, they want us to believe that these tax cuts are only for the 1% and they only help big corporations, but that's just not true. They, they help all Americans, every average family out there in Saginaw County, Michigan, or Kenosha County, Wisconsin, you know, these places that we visited, uh, these tax cuts are real and, and they're, they're making a difference. Do you feel like you were able to reach them once once you were able to talk with them? Were you able to educate them? And what was their response to that? Yeah, we were. And we had heritage product there that, you know, these little bifolds and, and one pagers on exactly what tax reform means for them that they could take with them and read. But yeah, the more conversations we had, the more we were able to help people understand, you know, the different ways that tax reform benefits them. And I think that we were able to change some minds. Tell me about 
NASCAR attendees. Now, you went to some NASCAR events. We did. Tell me about that. We did. We went up to the Pocono Raceway, and there were over 50,000 NASCAR fans. And these are just amazing people that love this country. They love God. They love fast cars. They love freedom. And it was just amazing to be there and fill of their energy and uh, and help them understand too that you know policy is is important and policy affects their lives in in different ways. What were some of your main takeaways from from those engagements? Uh, do you have any any stories or any anything that would bring color to this? Yeah, definitely. So we wanted to get people thinking about you know what they would spend their tax cut on. For most of these people, it's a tax cut of over a thousand dollars in this year alone. And that's great to think about the dollar figure, but it's even more powerful to think about what $1,000 represents. So we had a whiteboard. We'd ask people, what did you spend your tax cut on? And they could write their answers on the whiteboard. We had a woman who said, I was able to give more charitable donations to my church. We had a man confined to a wheelchair, a military vet, who said, You know, I finally got to see the rest of the country. With my tax cut, I bought an Amtrak ticket and went on a cross-country trip. We had students that said that they'll help pay down their student loans with the tax cut. So it was powerful. And that's not even, that's only money that they're seeing their paycheck from the tax cut. That's not even counting in maybe the bonus that they received. Exactly. The raises, the bonuses, the, the higher pay. Um, companies expanding, all of these great things are happening because of tax reform. And so the the tax cut itself is just one small part of this. Talk a little bit about some of these swing states. Uh, Maybe someone you had mentioned to me earlier maybe had voted for the president. What, What is their sense currently with them? I mean, the the media, I think I saw a study saying that there's largely a negative amount of press coverage. I think 98% of all press coverage of the president is negative. Yeah. What is that? How is that affecting people that have voted for Trump? You know, as I said before, we live in this little bubble. You get outside of this bubble and people are real. And Tim, I kid you not, I did not meet one single voter who voted for Trump who regrets that vote. Not one. In all of these seven, eight counties we went to, they are all very supportive of him. And I'll tell you why. They've finally found someone who is keeping his campaign promises. And that is a rare thing to to these people. They've seen politician after politician promise the sun and the moon and not deliver. But with President Trump, they feel like he's actually delivering. Let's set the record straight once and for all. Adam Michelle is a tax policy analyst in the Thomas A. Rowe Institute for Economic Policy Studies here at the Heritage Foundation. He and his colleagues have done extensive work to analyze not only the benefits Americans are seeing from the tax cut, but also examining what would happen if they were taken away. Our listeners want to know how to defend tax cuts. We've been traveling around the country promoting uh, the tax cut, the tax reform in many different ways, and we try and empower people when we talk with them as to how to defend against some of the claims the left throws at them. 
So if you're willing, I'd like to do a lightning round here of some of the most common questions that we've heard. And maybe in as few words as possible, we defend against uh, uh, some of the left's ploys. So if you're willing, let's jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. First one, this tax cut doesn't impact me because I'm retired. It's true that there no changes were made to how Social Security is taxed and investment income is taxed. However, uh, if you are relying on uh, on a, a pension income or you have a part-time contracting job, uh, all of that income still is subject to lower tax rates and the higher standard deduction. So even if you're retired, you still should benefit from the tax cuts that are available to every other American. Next one. This tax cut doesn't impact me because I am poor. This is simply not the case. The uh, the low-skilled workers in America, low-income workers are benefiting from the larger economy, more jobs, higher wages, but they also are benefiting from the tax cuts, the larger standard deduction, exempting more of their income from any tax at all, the lower tax rates across the board, the, the, um, the larger refundable portion of the child tax credit. All of these things are specifically targeted at low-income Americans, and we see that they are getting a tax cut. Next one. This only helps the rich. Again, simply not true. Across the board, Americans got tax cuts. Uh, if we, you actually look at the percent of income taxes paid, the poorest congressional districts across the country got the largest tax cut. Some congressional districts got 15, 20, 30 percent tax cuts as a share of their income taxes paid. That's, tr- that's a tremendous tax cut. How does this tax cut help my small business? Again, the small businesses often pay their taxes as individuals. Uh, the in individual taxes, tax rates went down. The standard deduction went up. Uh, there were some other business uh, provisions, expensing, which is a complicated but really benefits small businesses. And then there was a new 20% deduction specifically for small businesses. And all of these things uh, culminate to benefiting uh, small businesses, pass-through businesses, and taxpayers across the board. Let's talk numbers for a second. What is the savings for an average individual? in America because of the tax cut. So here at the Heritage Foundation, we took some IRS data and we looked at what the tax cuts look like in every single congressional district across the country. And the first takeaway is that every congressional district gets a tax cut. In 2018, for the average tax filer, that's about uh, $1,400 in 2018 that you get in your pocket. Over the next 10 years, that is about $26,000 of additional take-home pay. So that's the tax cut plus the additional uh, um, economic growth and increase in wages. Uh, for a family of four, so that's a mom, a dad, and, and two kids, it's, it's even a bigger tax cut. It's $3,000 in 2018 and $45,000 over the next 10 years. Uh, these are real numbers. It's incredible. It, I, there, there's this narrative out there that, that some Americans are getting left behind or that this is a tax increase on some parts of the country. And so going into this project, I was expecting to see that. And, it's, uh, and it, when you actually look at the, at the numbers, it's, it's pretty incredible to see across the board, uh, the majority of Americans, every single congressional district gets a significant benefit from this tax reform. Adam, these tax cuts are not permanent, except for the corporate tax rate. That is permanent, which is a good thing. 
the individual cuts are not permanent. So do you have a sense for what happens if we let those expire? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. After uh, 2025, all the individual tax cuts expire. So taxes go back up in 2026. Tax, tax reform was simple. It cut people's taxes. Letting it expire means taxes go back up. One of the things that you're see, that we've been seeing a lot of folks campaign on uh, is that they want to actually repeal these tax cuts before they expire. And we have a, a paper that came out uh, this week, and it looks at what happens if the tax cuts are repealed in 2020. Uh, and and what we find is that over the next 10 years, uh, the typical American uh, household can expect to be $27,000 poorer because the tax because all of the tax cuts have been repealed. And that that's what that's what's on the table. That's the that's the threat that's out there. It, that's almost a new car. <laughs> it, <laughs> that, that is a new that, car. That is a that is a new car. That's that's a car and a half depending on what type of car you're uh, you're going for. So it's a uh, it, the the stakes the stakes here are real and the american people are have been benefiting from the tax cut that they got and and seeing that extended permanently into the future is is incredibly important adam thank you so much for joining us today and clearing some of this up thanks for having me on and that's it for today's episode of heritage explains please share our podcast with your friends on social media and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts Also, we want to hear from you and continue the discussion. To do that, after you subscribe to the podcast, please leave us a comment. Thanks so much, and we'll be back next week. Heritage Explains is produced by Michelle Cordero and Tim Desher, with editing by Thalia Rampersad. Want to get up to speed about the Supreme Court? Then subscribe to SCOTUS 101, a podcast about everything that's happening at the Supreme Court and what the justices are up to. 